The information presented in this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not medical advice. This podcast should not replace or substitute speaking with your healthcare professional. Your healthcare professional is the best source for medical information. Always consult your care team with any questions or concerns regarding your individual medical condition. Hello, my name is Gina, and welcome to NPN Voices Out Loud, a podcast series brought to you by the Voices of NPN. If any of our listeners are new to the Voices of NPN community, we're a part of an education and awareness initiative developed by Insight Corporation, designed to inform, empower, and inspire those individuals impacted by myeloproliferative neoplasms, or MPNs, which are a group of rare chronic blood cancers. For today's podcast, our MPN discussions are specific to polycythemia vera, or PV, myelofibrosis, or MF, and essential thrombocythemia, or ET. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that this podcast is not medical advice and should not replace a conversation with your healthcare professional, who is the best source of medical information about your individual diagnosis and management plan. Now, today's podcast is exciting because we're joined by renowned comic book artist J.G. Jones, who joined the comic book industry in the 1990s and went on to create illustrations for many well-known comic book series. What many of you probably don't know is that J.G. was also diagnosed with an MPN over a decade ago. We'll hear more about his NPN journey in a bit, and we'll also get to hear about his illustrative career. Finally, he's going to talk with us about a venture he's working on in partnership with Insight Corporation called Rare Reflections, MPNs Unmasked. This initiative features a series of his unique graphic art portraits, specifically created to reveal the powerful and personal stories of individuals who are also impacted by an MPN. Joining J.G. Jones will be Dr. Christina Gowan, an MPN expert who is an assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Hematology Oncology at the University of Arizona Cancer Center. Dr. Gowan is presenting on behalf of and is being compensated by Insight Corporation. And now I'm going to turn it over to our special guests, Dr. Christina Gowan and J.G. Jones. Thank you so much for having us here today. I am a physician with special focus on NPNs, but also uh, integrative medicine. I'm just really honored to be here. My name is J.G. Jones. I've been um, in the comics business for about 25 years, and I have been dealing with an MPM for about 10 years. I started out with uh, polycythemia vera, which has transformed into myelofibrosis a few years ago. I imagine a lot of our listeners today are already very well educated about MPNs, but I imagine there's also a handful that do not know much about the disease at all. So Myeloproliferative neoplasms, or NPNs, are, again, a group of rare chronic blood cancers that include polycythemia vera, um, short as PV, essential thrombocythemia, or ET, and then myelofibrosis, which is uh, MF. This group of blood cancers is really characterized by abnormal blood cell formation. And so what can happen is there's an increased risk of blood clots, there can be bleeding, there can be enlargement of the spleen, and there's this symptom burden. 
the symptoms can present very differently mm -hmm. across the board for different patients. And at different periods in time, you can start out with uh, one set of symptoms and then have others come on board later as a disease progresses. So I think it's really important to uh, chart what's going on for you constantly. I kept a journal more or less of how things were going, what changes were occurring. What you're speaking to is not only are symptoms progressive over time, PV can in rare instances transform to more advanced form myelofibrosis. And the same is true, although less common for those afflicted with essential thrombocythemia. And alongside that, the blood counts may change. Yep. And, and I understand that was kind of your experience Absolutely. as well. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about how that looked for you. How did your disease start and how did it transform over time? I started out about 10 years ago with the symptoms that I think a lot of PV patients present with, which was extreme fatigue. I would sleep all the time. I didn't understand what was going on. And I had this strange itching when I would shower. So I think the thing that was really empowering was just getting a diagnosis because mm -hmm. it was more terrifying not knowing what was going on because once you know, then you can put a plan of action together with your doctor for PV, it was manageable mm -hmm. for years until my blood count started to drop and I transitioned into myelofibrosis. So if we had not been keeping track of the blood numbers and the changes, we would not have seen that coming. So you're a comic artist and you're using that to really tell your story <laughs> and really tell others' stories about their journey and path with NPN. And how has that been for you? It's been really great working with Insight on this uh, Rare Reflections NPN Unmasked series because I get to tell other people's stories. Telling stories is what I've been doing for 25 years in comics. So it's just natural for me to sit and listen and then try and translate people's stories into art. Thank you, JG and Dr. Gowan. I'm excited to hear more about Rare Reflections, NPN's Unmasked. And for those of you who want to learn more about the campaign for yourself, you can get more information by visiting voicesofnpn.com rare. Now, as Dr. Gowan just mentioned, NPNs are progressive diseases, which means that they can change over time, potentially even transforming to other diseases. In fact, this is exactly what happened to JG. And we're going to hear about his NPN journey in just a few moments. Before we do, I'd like to remind everyone that what we're about to hear is JG's personal NPN experience. The journey of every patient living with an NPN is unique. It's important to be aware of how your individual NPN affects you and to have regular discussions with your care team to ensure that your care management approach is the right one for you. Now, let's hear from JG. I first noticed something was going wrong when I was working on a big project and I noticed that I was putting my head down to rest on my art table, but I wouldn't wake up for hours and hours. And I also had some strange symptoms like itching. 
I had a lot of trouble focusing and concentrating is like 80% of what I have to do when I'm working. So I knew it was time to go see a doctor and find out what was going on. I visited my primary who did some blood tests. And when they tried to um, draw that first vial of blood, it took forever to get it out of my arm. So that was kind of the first heads up that something was going on. That sample was the key because it showed that something was wrong. My primary sent me on to a specialist, hematologist, oncologist, who diagnosed me with polycythemia vera. And then that diagnosis was proven with a bone marrow biopsy. It must have been quite a relief for JG to finally figure out what was going on. Because NPNs are considered rare diseases, many people are unfamiliar with what they are or the impact they can have on those affected by them. In fact, it's probably quite common for patients with NPNs and their caregivers to find themselves wondering what's going on with their health, especially before they've been diagnosed. This can also be complicated by the fact that some NPN symptoms, like fatigue, can easily be mistaken or confused with other things, like aging or even stress. The journey to an NPN diagnosis can vary widely, and that's because, as many of you may already know, NPN symptoms can vary widely. Some people have severe NPN symptoms, while others may have none at all. If you or someone you care about has been diagnosed with an NPN and is experiencing new or worsening symptoms, it's important to talk to your healthcare professional. That's because, as we've mentioned, NPNs are progressive conditions, which means that they can worsen or transform over time. This is why keeping track of things like changes in your symptoms, for example, can play such a vital role in advocating for your own health. If you're interested in resources that can help you better understand and promote awareness of NPNs, visit voicesofnpn.com register. Now, let's get back to JG's story. JG has been a comic book illustrator since 1994. In fact, he has become quite renowned for his work on many well-known comic book series and is an in-demand cover artist and illustrator. Let's hear how he got started in the comic book industry and how he is now finally able to tell his own story using his unique artistic abilities. I started in comics about 25 years ago. I was living in Brooklyn, working at a newspaper, and just decided that I wanted to try something new. So I wrote a little comic with a friend of mine at work and took it to a comic book convention here in New York and was hired by the first person I showed it to and started in what turned out to be a long and really fun career. I've worked for most of the major comic companies, drawing pretty much all of the um, big superheroes, and also for some of the smaller companies doing more individual projects along the way. I've done tons of covers. We work in a very deadline-driven industry, and after I got my MPN diagnosis, I had to change the way I worked a little bit because of the fatigue and whatnot. I uh, switched over to become more of a cover artist than I was before because making monthly deadlines was much more difficult. It's been a lot of fun working on this Rare Reflections NPN's Unmasked campaign because 
what I really love is talking to people. I sit alone working in a room by myself all day, and to be able to talk to other patients who have similar diseases and use my art to bring their stories to light has been just a ton of fun for me. I get to talk to them on the phone. We discuss stories of our um, medical issues and how we're dealing with them and, and our personal lives and get to know people because we are more than just our diseases. So I've been able to illustrate that and tell stories of other people that share my MPN journey. It sounds like JG has had quite the exciting career. I've had a peek at some of his work and found it to be quite impressive. I especially loved how he's used his unique talents to highlight his own personal NPN experience and the experience of others who have been impacted by an NPN. Our listeners today can also view the Rare Reflections Gallery by visiting voicesofnpn.com rare. In a moment, we'll hear more about JG's experience with polycythemia vera, or PV, and we'll also learn what it was that enabled him to recognize when something about his health wasn't quite right. As you heard earlier in this podcast, NPNs are chronic, progressive diseases, which means they don't go away and can get worse as time goes by. In some cases, like JG's, PV can advance and eventually transform to another NPN, like myelofibrosis, or MF. In fact, PV can transform into MF in a small percentage of patients, about 10% over 10 years. As many folks in the NPN community already know, even after you've been diagnosed with an NPN, it's important to monitor your condition. You want to look for things like new or worsening symptoms, changes in blood counts, and even something like an increase or decrease in the frequency of medical procedures, like phlebotomies or blood transfusions, for example. And remember, Keeping track of those changes can play a vital role in empowering you to advocate for your own health. And now, let's turn it back over to JG and Dr. Gowan. You've had a path just along that line of polycythemia and then transition into myelofibrosis. So I was hoping, JG, if you could share some of your experience of that journey of transformation and, and what did you notice and, and what would be kind of your advice to patients as they're on that journey to really kind of look out for that transformation? In my particular case, I got my blood tested regularly and that would show when I needed to go in for a phlebotomy, and I got sort of in the rhythm of doing that for years. My transition happened very rapidly. I know for some people it's very slow, but in my case, my numbers dropped lower than they normally did when I went for a phlebotomy. My hematocrit was low, and then it just continued down mm -hmm. from there. So my red count was down, my white count started to drop, and even my platelets, which had been very high for years, started to move around, down and up and up and down and all around. So clearly something was transitioning. And I ended up being very anemic and got another bone marrow biopsy and that showed a lot of fibrosis. Mm -hmm. So it was time to start thinking about how to deal with myelofibrosis instead of PV. Mm -hmm. How did that feel 
as an experience for you, what, what were the symptoms associated with those blood count changes? Did you notice anything or was it really just the blood counts? I definitely noticed when I became anemic, just mm-hmm. a lot of exhaustion. I had night sweats. Mm-hmm. I had pruritus to the point where I couldn't sleep. I would just get up and go downstairs so that my wife could get a night's sleep and basically cry in the kitchen for hours. It was so bad that it was painful. And then I was exhausted from being anemic and exhausted from not sleeping. And my spleen became very, very large, very fast. So we definitely needed to do something sooner rather than later. The way your symptoms progressed is really common. Some of these symptoms are really complex and multifactorial. Lots of different things are playing into these symptoms. And so, you know, just because you're experiencing some of those symptoms doesn't necessarily mean transformation is occurring. So I think that's, that again highlights the need to be talking to your doctor, Absolutely. talking to the healthcare team, telling them what you're experiencing, and working together as a team. So communication is key. Very true. I think it's really important to have communication with your doctor. Back in the old days, people just went to their doctor and then did whatever they were told and went home. Mm -hmm. But you really need to pay attention, I think, to what's going on with your body, like you were saying before. And if you don't, you may miss something crucial along the way. And I think truly communicating all the nuances of symptom burden is perhaps hard to do as a patient because you don't want to feel like you're over-complaining. But as a practitioner, as a, a provider of MPN patients, I really, I do want to hear those nuances. I want to hear, you know, how is the sleep going? How is the fatigue? How is, you know, work going? How is life going? That's all part of symptom burden. And it's helpful if you're at home and you're preparing for a physician visit to maybe jot down, write down a few of those things that you're experiencing so that it's easy, accessible, so you can kind of list them off. Knowing that symptom burden is is just as important as the CBC or the complete blood count for our assessment of how the disease is being managed is so, so important to understand. So, Dr. Gallant. What advice would you give someone who was newly diagnosed with one of the MPNs? So understanding the disease is the foundation for for everything moving forward. Understanding how the disease is tracked and understanding that it's really a dialogue of communication, that we want to be talking about these things. I'm also an integrative oncologist, so of course I'm going to be talking to them about diet, exercise, stress reduction techniques, bringing gratitude and joy into their life, because all of this really, it plays into the whole journey, the whole chronic journey. So on the flip side, Gigi, (laughs) being a patient, what would you want to tell other patients newly diagnosed with this rare Mm -hmm. blood cancer? Well, I like what you had to say about treating the whole person, not just the disease, because I think that's really important. When you first get a diagnosis like this, the first thing you tend to do is freak out. But the second thing I think you should do is get informed, which is what we did. Having a good caregiver, somebody to help you is crucial Mm -hmm. with this. Uh, It's too much to manage by yourself, I think. I've been really lucky. Dawn has been on top of everything the whole way. 
We um, did a lot of research, always with the doctor. We went to medical conferences for NPNs where we saw a lot of different perspectives because there are different perspectives. They're not all the same. And we talked to other patients, other doctors. Education is the key. It's so, so important for patients to get one opinion, but maybe even a second opinion, and certainly get a specialist in NPN's opinion, because there are so many different ways to manage the disease, to look at the disease. And so it's really important for patients to find an approach that resonates mm -hmm. with them, that makes it joint decision-making, and, and patients that are entrusted in the provider that they choose, I believe, will have better outcomes. So, so important to find that right specialist, that right person to be your caregiver and your director of health care. Thank you, JG and Dr. Gowan, for sharing so much helpful information about the importance of being informed about your own condition, monitoring for signs of disease progression or disease transformation, and becoming your own best advocate. Today we heard JG talk about the value of building a solid relationship with your care team, monitoring and speaking up about how your disease may be changing over time, and of course, asking those key questions to ensure that your MPN care approach is the right one for you. As we heard during this podcast, it's so important for patients with MPNs to surround themselves with the right support system. Whether that means talking to other patients with NPNs or finding an NPN specialist, there is so much to be gained by doing your research and learning as much as you can about your individual NPN. That's because when you become an informed patient living with an NPN, you empower yourself to raise your voice in support of your own care. And that's what NPN Voices Out Loud is all about. For anyone out there who is interested in receiving helpful and informative patient support materials and educational resources specific to each of the three MPNs, PV, MF, and ET, you can take that first step by visiting voicesofnpn.com register. And don't forget, you can also explore JG's Rare Reflections, NPN's Unmasked Gallery at voicesofnpn.com rare. Finally, you can subscribe to the NPN Voices Out Loud podcast series at npnvoicesoutloud.com. Thanks for joining us today and for allowing us to raise our voices in support of the NPN community. This podcast is brought to you by Insight Corporation. Voices of NPN is a registered trademark of Insight. Copyright 2020. Insight Corporation.